So I was kind of going away on 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 vacation um, to the to the ocean, and uh, the word that the Lord was speaking to me, He is like, uh, He uh, He's like, He's like, He's like, I got something different for you to say. So I'm like, okay. So, um, so I was like, what do you want to say? So, so it was funny because me and my aunt, we were walking down the beach and, um, so it's like, it was like 69 degrees outside. I said, I said, you know what? I'm going to go stick my feet in the water and see how cold, just to see how cold it was. And, um, and it was not that cold, like at all. And, uh, so, um, she's like, she's like, uh, you know, she's like, you're not Jesus. You can't walk on water. And I said, okay. And then, and then um, we went back out there on another day, and I was sitting out there, and I was just, I said, you know what? I'm going to put some music on. I'm going to just hang out with the Lord. And um, so I was hanging out there, and um, and the Lord started speaking to me about about Jesus Jesus walking on, on the water. And um, so um, there's a scripture so, um, uh, in John uh, six sixteen, it talks about um, where where. Um, hey Tim, can you come read? Can you come read this for me? That evening, Jesus' disciples went down to the shore to wait for him, but as darkness fell and Jesus still hadn't come back, they got into the boat and headed across the lake toward Capernaum. Soon a gale swept down upon them, and the sea grew very rough, and they had rowed three or four miles when suddenly they saw Jesus walking on the water toward the boat. They were terrified, but he called out to them, don't be afraid, I'm here. And I was reading that story, and I was thinking about Jesus, and, and, um, and I was reading the thing that said that was a miracle, you know, that, that Jesus, you know, was walking on the water, and they, you know, they thought it, his disciples thought he was a ghost, you know, but he was Jesus, you know, and and he said, you know, he he spoke to the storm, and told it to be, you know, told it to be still, basically, and um, you know, sometimes that's that's what Jesus will do. He'll come, and he'll walk on the water, and he'll do miracles that we can't, that that we never even thought that he would do, you know, and um, and it, and it, he had faith. And then there was another scripture the Lord kind of showed me is about when Jesus um, called called Peter and called him, to, you know, to come out on the water. And Peter had enough faith to walk out on the water. But as soon as he started looking at his circumstances, he sank in the water. But as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he was okay. You know, and I think that's what we need to do in this in this time and day we're living at. We need to keep our eyes on Jesus. You know, just like just like those disciples. You know, when they seen Jesus, they were afraid. But it, when they knew it was him, he came in the midst of the storm, and he, you know, and he and he caused peace to come. He caused calm to come. You know, and like like just in everything that we're living in right now, that's what we need. We need to focus on Jesus, not focus on on all the stuff that's going on around us. We just need to focus on Jesus because he'll bring us through the storm if we keep our eyes on him. So so. Um, and uh, so that's all I got to share with that one. And then the next one. So, because um, the Lord was kind of sharing some things with me about, He gave me three things. He gave me about Jesus walking on the water. He gave me um, about us being being steadfast, which means steadfast means to sta- stand firm in what you believe, stand firm in who you are in Christ. 
You know, don't let don't let things t- toss you from here to there. You know, um, we gotta we gotta stand firm and stay steady. You know, even though when everything is going on around us crazy, you know, we've got to stay steady in what who we who we believe in and what we believe in. Um, you know, and so you want to read that scripture? Uh, Fifteen fifty-eight. So, my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. So, so, you know, be be encouraged. You know, anything we do, it, it can be... See, because sometimes we focus so much on the big things of the miracles and the signs and the wonders. And yes, they're great. Don't, don't get me wrong. They're, they're, they're great. But Jesus sometimes wants us to, sm- to focus on the small things that, that, that he's given to us. And I was sharing with a friend the other day. I said, I said we have to be content in the things that the Lord has given to us. You know, you know some, sometimes, sometimes we're not content. Sometimes we're striving. We want the next big thing, the next big move, the next big, you know, what, you know what's God doing next? And sometimes he wants us to stay content in the thing that he's given to us right now, you know, and, you know, if we stay content, you know, God will sustain us. You know, when people are going through things that they can come to us and say, Hey, I'm struggling. I need, I need, I need prayer. I need hope. I need Jesus because that's, that's what we're carrying. We're carrying Jesus. It's not, it's not, we do everything on our own. It's we carry him and he does, and he does the work. We partner with him and he partners with us. And we follow him, and he follows, and he follows us. You know, you know, he's our hope, and um, you know, and so, so we just gotta, you know, stay steadfast in Jesus. You know, in this day, day that we live in. You know, um, you know, it's like everybody's like, you know, kind of, and I'm just gonna touch this a little bit, but everybody's in an uproar about the election, you know, and this and that. And I'm just like, I don't know, I'm just like, you know what, Lord, I have, I have peace about it. You know, um, I don't know why, I don't know how, but I just do. And, 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 uh, you know, so we just, we don't need to focus on, you know, stuff that's, that's not what we need. We need to focus on Jesus because as we focus on Jesus, he will take care of us. He will take care of me. He'll take care of you. He'll take care of our nation. We don't need to get in this razzle, you know, everything's going to basically hell in a handbasket. You know, because that's not that's not what's you know going to go down. So, um, and I'm going to read this next scripture to you, and then I'm going to share some things, some, just some things. So, so you want to read that uh, Hebrews six nineteen? Hebrews what? Six. Hebrews six nineteen. You picking some good ones? This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. So, um, the Lord will show me about about an anchor, you know, and what and what does an anchor do um, with 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 a boat? Holds it fast. Hold, hold it holds it fast. Yep, holds it steadfast. There, there you go. You know, so if you see the if you notice that 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 the second two scriptures went together. Um, because Jesus, and it, and it all goes together because, because Jesus walking on the water and calming the, calming the storm 
and speaking peace to our situations is our anchor. Because when we, when we have his anchor, you know, we're going we're, we're gonna to be steadfast. You know, you think about an anchor. If you're in a boat and you are out in the middle of the ocean and you throw that anchor down in the water, nine times out of ten, it, it holds that boat, that holds that boat still. Um, you know, and sometimes that's what we need the Lord to do to us. Sometimes we need him to hold us still. You know, sometimes, you know, we was talking about it in DTS a couple weeks ago. That, you know, it says, be still and know that I am God. So sometimes we have to be still and know he is God because it's easy to, to, to just run after things that, that he doesn't want us running after. Um, you know, and so, you know, um, he doesn't want us to run after those things. He wants us to run after him. He wants us to chase him. You know, as we chase him, he comes near to us. You know, as we seek him, he comes near to us. He heals us. You know, he, you know, he touches us, you know, and, um, you know, so, so, and, you know, he, and he's really been having me. I don't know why, but I've, I say the last two to three weeks, he's had me, had me speaking to storms and speaking, speaking about, and speaking breakthrough over people's lives, you know, and, and I've seen, I've seen storms just, just move in people's lives. And I'm, and, and I'm not just talking about here at church because there have been some people's lives that I've been ministering to that, that are at home and down the street. And I've seen, I've seen God do some amazing things, um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, um, we were, um, on Wednesday night and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to end with it. I'm not going to end right now, but I'm going to end with, I'm going to speak to some mountains this morning. Because Jesus, Jesus, I just feel like he wants me to speak to some mountains this morning. So, so that's what we're going to do when we, when, when, when I get done here. But, but it's funny that, that Tim, that Tim plays the ocean song because, because, because that like has been one of my all time favorite songs. Like, and he, he doesn't know that, but like there's, I've been in different situations, different trials, different things going on in my life and I, and that, I've heard that song and it's brung unmeasurable peace to my life you know and it's amazing how God can use a song to speak to your life and, and and bring peace to your to your heart you know so so you know it's 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 valuable to sometimes to hold on to those songs when you're going through the storm because they can speak peace and bring hope and bring and bring bring Jesus when you feel like there's no hope, you know, and um, you know so so you know he he said that I am the way and the truth and the life, you know. So in Him, He's the way, He's the truth, and He's the life. So if we live in Him, He brings He brings the truth, He brings the life, He brings the miracles, you know. And that's one thing that God's really been speaking to me about is, you know. Sometimes we, and I'm just, I'm just speaking for myself. I'm not, I'm not speaking for a whole congregation, but I'm just saying for myself sometimes, I don't have enough faith sometimes to, to say, you know what, God, you can, you can do a miracle in my life just like this tomorrow, today, and a minute from now, and, and heal my eyes. And sometimes, you know, we say, we, you know, like we pray, like I've been praying over myself for, for, for years, you know, 
And like the Lord's been checking my spirit. He's like, he's like, are you just praying to, to pray a prayer? Or are you are you really wanting a miracle? And I and, and it really made me check my spirit. Yeah. Uh, and, and really, the Lord the Lord told me. He said, you're pray, just praying praying a prayer. He's like, you're not really believing the miracle. I said, oh, you know. And so it made me realize that okay, it's, it it needs it needs to match up with, with what I'm praying. You know, it don't just need to be words. It needs to be words and belief, you know. Um, you know, so so just like just like with you, Bunny, we're going to, I'm, I'm gonna, I've been praying for you. I just want you to know that. Thank you. And I'm going to keep praying, and I'm going to keep believing that God's bringing a miracle over your life. You know, and that's what we all need to do for, for, for Bunny. You know, and I believe everybody is doing that, you know. But I just want you to know that I've been, I've been praying for you. And I'm believing for a miracle that that that, that God's going to heal you completely whole, you know. So I just want you to know that. Um, so, uh, yeah, and um, you know, so so it's just it's just interesting that you know God wants us to dis- to discipline ourselves, and sometimes you know it's hard to discipline ourselves, and if that's in it's in exercising, it's in life it's in reading our word it's in praying sometimes it's hard to discipline ourselves you know um and that's a thing like like i started walking because 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 and i'm just going to share this so about back in august i went to my doctor and um he basically told me he's like if you if you don't start doing something you're going to have sugar diabetes like like you're a borderline sugar sugar diabetic and i was like Oh no! So like, like, kind of fear hit me. I was like, you know what? I do not want to be taking pills for the rest of my life. I do not want want to be getting stuck in my finger for the rest of my life. I was like, I'm doing something right now to change this situation. So, um, so they said you need to start walking and exercising, and and I said okay. So so I started out with ten minutes, and I'm telling you what. Every joint in my legs hurt. Um, I did that for about two weeks. After the first two weeks, it was like I was good. Like, but I'm telling you, that first two weeks was like I had to discipline myself to get up every day and go out, out and walk because my, my legs would hurt so bad. Um, so, 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 so I did the 10 minutes. So that got easy. So then I started doing 20 minutes. And every day I would go out there, and I did that for three weeks straight. And every single day, I would go out and walk. My legs just hurt so bad, I, you know. Um, and so I kept, so so I just kept doing that. So I did that for three three weeks. There was there was times during that during that three week process where I just felt like, you know what, I'm going to go home, go in the house, and go sit down. And every time I felt like that. It was like the Lord would speak to me and he said, nope, you can't go go back in your house and sit down. He's like, you got to keep moving. You got to keep walking. And sometimes that's with our walk with Christ. We got to keep moving. We got to keep walking. Because sometimes the Lord, the Lord don't want us to sit down. You know, sometimes he wants us to keep moving and keep walking. So, um, so, so then I did 20 minutes for about three weeks. That got pretty easy. So I bumped it up to, to another 10. So basically... Um, and every time it, there was a discipline spot, every single time, 
that 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 I that, that I had that I had to make a decision. Do I want to turn around and go back in my house and, and sit down, or keep or keep walking, or keep moving? And I and and um, so so I did that, and I'm, right now I'm at 50 minutes. And I'm going to tell you guys, this week, this week has been a week of discipline. The whole week, let me, let me tell you. Um, no, 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 not no, no. That's um, the 50 minutes right now is 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 I can just barely barely bear, bear, it's bearable. You know, I, I get done that 50 minutes and it's like my 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 whole. Every, my legs, my calves, everything is just on fire. So, so, um, but but I've had to discipline myself every day to get to go out there and walk every single day. It, because when I get up in the morning, I'm fine. Yeah. But when I get done is when I'm sore. Yeah. You know, I, and uh, you know, but that's our that's our walk. You know. Yes. You know, God. Sometimes we have to discipline ourselves yeah. to get in that word. Sometimes we have to, you know, because sometimes we don't want to pick up the word and read it. You know, sometimes we just, you know what, I'm just going to sit and listen to some praise and worship music and, and hang out with, and that's fine, and that's okay. You know, there, there's not, not, but sometimes, there's times when we don't, we don't want to read our word, we don't want to pray, we don't want to listen to worship music, and that's sometimes when we have to discipline ourselves to do that. You know, and I've found, I, I'm just speaking for me, I can't speak for everybody else. I'm just speaking for myself. When I've disciplined myself in those in those three things, you know, because yes, do I love praying, but there's been times I've had to discipline myself to pray, you know, and, um, you know, and that, and you know, it's God. That's what God has to do. Sometimes we have to we have to make ourselves do it. Sometimes sometimes it's sometimes it's easy and great, and God moves, and that's and that's awesome. But there's sometimes we just got to say, you know what. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Even though I don't feel like praying today, I'm gonna pray. I don't feel like worshiping today. I'm gonna worship. I don't feel like, because like you know, life throws us all kinds of, all kinds of curveballs, all kinds of stuff, you know, and uh, you know, so, so, so that's, you know, that's what, that's what he does, and uh, you know, um, so, so, um, and it's funny because because I'm going to share this one other thing about ocean, and then I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to pray some stuff, and I'm basically going to be done unless Tim, you got anything you want to add, you know. Um, so, so I was watching the ocean, and I was watching the waves, and the day I was watching the waves, it was like they were so intense and so strong. Like I was watching us, like like we were because we were pretty close and, and we were watching surfers and you could see the surfers just come in and it would just, I mean, it literally would just, just, just wipe them out off their surfboards. And, and the Lord spoke to me, he said, that's, that's how I am. He said, sometimes I'm, I'll come in like a, like, like a wave and sometimes it's really strong and sometimes it's really subtle, you know, and, and sometimes we need that strong God to come in and do great things. So, and then sometimes we need that God that just comes in and sets with us, you know? So, so I'm going to share that. And, uh, um, so this is, this is, Tim, you got anything you want to add or you? I 100% affirm what Stan has been saying to us. It's a timely word. It's a word in season about in the midst of these challenges, like just this morning, I was talking with Tina Bonsall 
And she and I were essentially saying, what is going on with the sort of fatiguing, physical, emotional, relational strains that are happening in Gateway that are, that are not enough to take you out of commission, but they're enough pain to be a fatiguing thing. And I said, Tina, I honestly have been even asking the question, is there something we're doing wrong? And she said, oh, I know, me too. And she's like, but I just think it's the enemy. The enemy comes against us. He wants to discourage us. He wants to distract us from what life is really about, that we have a good God, we have a good life, and we have a, it's a, like we have an amazing, we have an amazing opportunity to get up every morning and enjoy God no matter what, but it's easy to then get our eyes shifted. So that's what Stan's been saying. So I feel like such a timely word, Stan, to hear you say that when Peter walked on the water, he was able to walk on the water as long as his eyes were on Jesus. But as soon as his eyes got on the wind, wind and the waves, he began to sink. That's so timely. That's, that's yeah. If, like, a lot, the, the word a lot of people are using is chaos, but Jesus never brings chaos. Jesus, is, Jesus always brings order and peace and serenity and a calm. And so one person, I, I, this doesn't sound very spiritual, but what I said to one person was, Slow down, take a deep breath in through your nose, hold it, out slowly through your mouth, and every time you do that, slowly, I want you to say out loud, God, I trust you. And then just keep doing that for a while. Relax your muscles, take a deep breath, hold it, and breathe out. God, I trust you. And just do that for a while. Because our body, like our body starts to carry these stresses. And I think God, I trust you is one of the most beautiful prayers that we can pray. I'm just going to, I'm just going to generally, because I know, I know, and I, you know, because I tell you what we did on Wednesday night, and I, I know everybody, everybody's probably not comfortable when we can't, probably can't do this within this setting. But, um, I was like, went around the room and said, you know, what is, what is a mountain in your life? You know, what, what, and it can be anything. It don't have to be something great big. It can be anything. I mean, we vote for these people. And, and what we get, we deserve. That's my opinion. And that's where we got to trust God. You know, just, just, just like Tim just said, that's where we got to trust God, you know, so, so I'm just going to pray a general prayer over everybody, and um, and uh, and we'll be done. So, so I just, I just, I just speak to to anybody that has any kind of mountains that are in their life right now, Father God, that that are that are big or little. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would move them. Um, I pray that you, because you said you can move any mountain that we have in our lives, God. And uh, so I just, I just ask that you would move, that you would move mountains. I pray that you would that you would touch people's lives, God, right now, in the midst of, of right here where we're at today, God. I pray I speak to I speak to the mountains. I speak to them to go in Jesus' name. I speak uh, healing. I also pray, Father, right now for 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 um, Bunny. I pray that you would heal her body, God. I pray I pray, Lord Jesus, for Tim's ear. I pray that you would heal heal his uh, swimmer's ear. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would um, that you would heal uh, Tim Freed. 
I pray that you would touch his body in the name of Jesus. And I just ask that you would that you would bring healing over any person right now that, that, that needs healing, including myself, God. I pray for, pray for healing over my eyesight that I see 2020, God. I pray, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would that you would um just just touch every person to get today, God. I thank you for them showing up this morning, even though this is different and we're used to being inside. We thank you for the beautiful day that you've given us to seek you and to worship you outside and 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 just to spend time with you and and um. So we just we I just give you the rest of this week, God, in Jesus' name. And if anybody wants to come up here, I'm not I'm not opposed to praying for you and laying my hands on you. I'm not opposed to any of that. So I just want you to know that. Um, so uh, and in Jesus' name, I pray that everybody has a good week. Just one more. I'm going to keep praying right right along with what Stan was praying, Father. We also lift Jesse and and Manny and Gloria Matos with you we, to you. We. We speak healing and blessing over them. We say, COVID, die in Jesus' name. Pray that you would settle the hearts of people who are anxious about the election, the results of the election. Some people are overjoyed, and we put your blessing on them. Some people are scared and angry, and we put your blessing on them. We ask for unity in this nation in Jesus' name. And we ask that things would turn out better than a lot of people are thinking they will. I ask God that you would detach your church from the idolatry of being too engrossed in the things of politics, getting our hearts too concerned about politics when that's not the kingdom that our allegiance is to. So I'm asking God that you would deal with that more than anything else in terms of, of, of the church, that you would detach our vision from the things of politics completely, that we would put our hope in Jesus and stop provoking you to jealousy in that way. God, I thank you for your blessing. On, on everyone who calls on the name Jesus. I ask God that this next generation would catch a vision, a hopeful vision. Uh, I feel very cynical and I know that's not from you. And I ask that this next generation would not get clouded by cynicism, by what their eyes see, but that out of the place of prayer and seeking you, that their, their eyes would have such hope to live good lives of love in the midst of a dark world. I pray for more. Pray for Holy Spirit to flow. Pray for uh, eyes to be open to who you are, Jesus. Minds to be unclouded by confusion and brought to a place of clarity and peace and direction. And I ask, Father, that this week we would hear your voice. Your voice brings us to life. Your voice orders and calms storms. Your voice even brings the dead to life. So we speak more. Thanks that you're always with us. Thanks that you're so for us. Thanks that you're better than we think you are. You're better than the church thinks you are. And you're definitely better than the world thinks you are. Amen. Amen. Stan has basically said he'll happily pray with you. And I know that y'all can pray for each other as well. I actually like this so much that I'm thinking it would be fun. To have a pajama. These are my things that I have on my list of like, we need to do this. We need to have a pancake pajama day. We, got, we just got to have breakfast and, and come to church in our PJs. And we, and we got to take advantage of weather like this and do this kind of thing more often and get the sound thing figured out so where you can hear everything better. Because I like this better than being in there, to be honest with y'all. I mean, like, look at that. Come on, y'all. What's that? Look at that. Don't look at me. That's way prettier. I'm not that pretty. <laughs> All right, we're done. Dismissed. Kabow.